Governor DeSantis. What's um, your name? What's your name? I'll hold that to the end. Okay. Right, let me make my statement first. Okay. Uh, I'm here on behalf for a request for a couple of broken veterans, veterans with service-connected disease, illness, and injury. And we are saying, please, please, will you decriminalize marijuana in 2025? I don't think we would do that. Teach impression, man. Is that pretty good? Is that a good one? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep it's, going with your teach. It sounded pretty good to me, bro. Uh, you know, honestly, I really don't know what teach sounds like. You were just listening. It just, it just goes away from me. I don't know. It, I don't know if I. It just sounds really weird for me. To try to do a a Mexican a Mexican accent that's not necessarily really Mexican. Is he not? He's Mexican. No, what he's Mexican, mean? but the accent. He's Mexican. What are you talking about? I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. I think he's just the parody of every Mexican accent that white kids do when they're young. Hey, bro. Well, he started it. That's that's where it comes from. It comes from Cheech, right? So yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I think so. Um. I, well, I think he kind of set us back a lot. Oh shit! In a, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I just feel like every, when I was young, I would just hear all these kids always say, "Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, I say," and I think it all just stems off of him. He did this. He made me ashamed to be Mexican when I was young. You were ashamed to be Mexican when you were young. Not really, but yeah. I just thought it was really foolish when all these, you know, like these little white kids would be like, oh, you're Mexican? Like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, bro. And it was just really weird to me. Like, why would you do that? Like, I mean, what were kids' other frame of reference for Mexicans? Speedy Gonzalez, Speedy I guess. Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah! Did I scare you? Slowpoke Rodriguez. But you guys, Mexi the Mexican community loves Speedy Gonzalez, right? Yeah, Speedy's a great. Yeah, you guys love you guys love him. No, I won't speak for everybody because Latinx doesn't like him. Latinx? No, they don't. They cancel. There's them. only like like how, there's only like 15 Latinx people in the world though, right? There aren't that many. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any. I've never met one, but I'm sure there's plenty. Would you be upset if I referred to you if I called you Latinx? Would that piss you off? I'm not gonna say it would piss me off, but I would not appreciate it. Okay, good to know. You know, I'm not against it, but I'm not for it. I let them do their own thing. Well, for those of you who aren't watching but are listening, right now Manny is dressed like Cheech Martin, and I'm dressed <laughs> like Tommy Chong. Cheech Marin. Marin? It's Fuck. Marin. Yeah, that makes way more sense than Martin. <laughs> Cheech Martin. Cheech Martin. Uh, you, you look the part. I do not. Tommy Chong. Chong is an Asian last name. He's not Jewish, right? What's the deal with that? I think he's Jewish. You think? Okay. Well, then. Well, I don't look him like him, unfortunately. I spent fifteen dollars at Seven Eleven on these glasses, and they don't even look like the glasses he wears. Yeah. No, they're not. Well, we're dressed like these two characters today, because today is our four twenty episode, baby. It's not four twenty. But we're, we're talking about weed today. 
Yes, weed. And Cheech and Chong, I guess, were the... Were like the first weed celebrities, you think? Like, I think off. in pop culture, probably. I think they set it off. Yeah, I can't think of... I mean, you have like Harold and Kumar, Seth Rogen... Who was bef- who was like a, a a stoner character in the nineties? Where like uh, what's their face? The the Keanu Reeves, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. They weren't stoners though. They weren't smoking in those movies. I think it was implied though. Maybe they were just Valley kids. They were just Valley kids. Yeah. Um, in the nineties, I'm not sure. The I can't think of anything from the early '90s, but in the late '90s, and I might be mistaken because it probably seems like it might have been like 2000, 2001. But like Method Man, Red Man. Yeah, that's high. the 2000s. That's the 2000s. I'm I'm quite sure. So nobody was smoking in the '90s, or at least like I can't think of people who were like weed culture wasn't like a thing in the '90s. I guess. I think it was relatively. I mean, it's not. It wasn't new, but no. But there wasn't. Uh, it didn't have the cultural cachet it had in the two thousands. I think the two thousands were like peak weed as counterculture, uh, like counter pop culture. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I'm really trying to think right now. What in the nineties? You should, weed culture. You should have done research for this episode, Manny. Come on. Well, I didn't think that we were going to talk about the <laughs> 90s. I was, I was thinking we were going to talk about... You're a 90s, our, baby. I mean, that's a thing that I'll, another thing that I like to think about. You know, when they call me a 90s baby, I really didn't start any type of life or culture until the 2000s. Like, the 90s, I was just a little kid. I didn't see anything. I wasn't, you know around all these types of things that you were exposed to when you were, you know, 15, 16. So, I don't know, 1997 was really seminal for me. For whatever reason that year sticks out to me because that was the year that Princess Diana died and Mother Teresa. And so I I, I don't know, I had some sort of uh global consciousness in 1997. That's that's when the world got big to me, I guess, because of those two deaths. I didn't watch that. I don't. I didn't watch it either. I don't remember ever watching it, but I just remember it happening and being spoken about. Did you start smoking weed at that point? No. Um, I do want to talk about when we first started smoking weed, but the reason we're talking about weed today is not just to talk about weed for weed's sake, but because weed's in the news right now. Because Governor Ron DeSantis, my boy... How recently uh, said he would not decriminalize weed. Um, he was at, I think it was in North Carolina on one of his uh, rallies, stump speech things or whatever. And, or no, it was South Carolina. This was Thursday. And DeSantis took a question from someone in the audience who was representing uh, veterans, like injured veterans. And he asked Ron DeSantis, uh, like, please, please, will you decriminalize marijuana in 2025? And DeSantis said flat out, no, like, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and he even said that, uh, you know, weed's bad. Like, it, it, it's, it's laced with fentanyl. Uh, you know, it, it's corrupting our children. And so weed's in the news right now. And I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, I did see that. Um, I did find it kind of strange. I mean, I didn't really get to see the uh, 
the the situation that was going on with that with the veteran that was asking but i thought it was a very uh strange question but maybe not that a, a veteran was just pleading out to decriminalize weed but i guess it is for medicinal purpose and a lot of veterans do have post-traumatic stress and i'm sure weed is a very nice thing for them to use in order to de-stress and to not have these constant images of war happening in their head um but I do find it weird that, you know, he's he's taking this stance at this point, just running for president. Why why did he change? I mean, he was the the guy for Florida to to, you know, promote medicinal marijuana and having that, you know, go through. He was running on that and Well he didn't he didn't so he didn't run on that. In fact, yeah. what happened in twenty eighteen when he first ran for governor was uh, John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan uh, is one of the biggest Democratic donors in the country. He's also a huge advocate for medical marijuana because he's invested in it. Obviously, it's not for uh, altruistic reasons, uh, but you know there's money in it to be made. And so he endorsed Gillum because Gillum was the one who was promising medical marijuana. And in 2018, on the that was on the ballot. That was when uh, Florida voters, I think, voted 71% in favor of legalizing medicinal marijuana. And initially, Ron DeSantis was, was against that, but then he kind of quickly came around to it and seemed to be fine with it. So it is very odd that he's taken this turn on marijuana uh, or cannabis or whatever. That's the other thing is, like, apparently calling it marijuana is racist. Did you know that? <laughs> what? Yeah. So saying marijuana is has a racist history. Is it because it's marijuana? Because it was supposed to be associated with uh, like Mexicans and like this immigration peril nonsense, and so that's why they called it that. I think like the politically correct term, the woke term for mm. weed. I guess you could say weed. No one cares, but cannabis. Cannabis is the serious way of referring to it. Now. What's weird about DeSantis is just today, actually, he signed a bill that legalized uh, telehealth services to give people uh, medical marijuana licenses. So it's weird that on the same day that he would say, I won't decriminalize weed, he signed a bill making it easier for people to uh, obtain uh, licenses. He likes the money. A lot of money to be made. It is, I, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of fucking money in uh, in cannabis, um, and that's part of the problem I have with it. Now, I am no fan of DeSantis, and I don't support him for his anti-cannabis uh, stance. But I am. We're here to, to debate weed in a way too, Manny, because I I hate weed. I cannot stand weed. I don't understand why you don't like it. Because it seems like a very nice, pleasant drug. Should I even call it a drug? But it's just a nice... Absolutely, thing. it's a Is drug. It? Of course it's a drug. Right, it's a drug. But, I don't know, maybe it's just experiences. Maybe you have different experiences than I've had with it. Uh, Is it that you've gotten older and you just <laughs> can't handle anymore? Well, okay, I think there's a number of things going on here. Uh, first, I think that weed has gotten way too strong since we first started smoking it and that is a statistical fact i actually wrote a story about this uh that medical marijuana has 
uh, increased exponentially. And so that's why that's one reason why I can't smoke it. But let's rewind a little bit first. Let's talk about our relationship to cannabis. When was the first time you smoked weed? I believe the first time I smoked weed, I was 13 or 14. And um, would that fact make your mom mad? Um, I guess in a way, I think at this point it doesn't really matter. I don't even, my mom doesn't even know I smoke weed and luckily she doesn't listen to this, so it won't even matter. Oh yeah. So I can say, I'm going to do a, a Spanish language version. Don't of do this. that. <laughs> Dub it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was, uh, you know, it was right in the middle of, uh, middle school and I started skateboarding and you know, it was that counterculture. Everyone was yes. doing all this cool stuff. We're skating, we're breaking mm-hmm. the law, we're, you know, doing all this stuff. And, you know, weed comes along with it. Um, during that time, it was right when Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back oh. came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I remember we got out of school one day and I went to the neighborhood I used to hang out with or hang out in. It was a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood, which is the neighborhood that I grew up in. Great neighborhood till now. Now it's all gentrified. But, um yeah i went and met up with a few of my friends we went over to his house he was uh not mexican um he was actually half white half asian and uh we went over to his house and we watched jane silent bob (laughs) and he says that his dad has weed hidden in his room and we were just like oh break it out let's do it let's let's have some fun um so he goes into his room brings back a little baggie of weed and then brings out his dad's pipe some which, mids it was some, yeah it was it was mids. it was mids it was yeah, mids okay. um I remember it was the little, it was, little it, tiny bags yeah like well in. no there was a it wasn't a tiny it was a big bag of mids it was a like a okay it was like you know a ziploc like a, uh-huh, a slightly uh-huh. bigger ziploc full of mids a lot of seeds and stems uh <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that is but not anymore i know that's the tragic thing is zoomers have no idea what yeah, seeds man, and stems are anymore we used to pick through that yeah um <laughs> but uh yeah no we broke it out and then he like we're like trying to figure out like what are we going to smoke this out of um because in jane silent bob they didn't tell you what to smoke it out of they Mm. were just they were just high so my buddy says like no my dad has a pipe and he brings it out as well and it's a full-fledged the most asian pipe i've ever seen it was a <laughs> like an opium pipe no 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 it was just like a shellac super glossy wood carved dragon it was like this big and it was just like the you smoked out of the dragon tail and it went all the way down into sounds the cool mouth. as hell honestly yeah and uh we smoked out of that and right then and there we were I mean, not necessarily just hooked. They got hooked. I wasn't hooked, but they got hooked. But you got high the first time you tried it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, wow. Yeah, we got really stoned. But because of that, we just were like, you know what? Let's just let's let's grab all these seeds out of this bag. And we took that. We went to Ace Hardware. We bought these little black plastic seedling containers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we planted all those seeds. <laughs> and we stuck it on the roof of his house and just let the sun just hit it. And we would water it every every few days. And eventually, you know, uh, the plants started growing. And um, we had a few, a few trials with it because his cat kept going up on the roof and just messing with it and then knocking it over. So then we eventually took it 
and went over behind this warehouse that he lived by and we planted it. And then eventually this plant grew and it grew to be like five feet tall. And out of nowhere, we came over that we were so proud. We go back there one day on our skateboards and it was gone. And it was like, it was devastating. Yeah. And you you didn't smoke again for years after that because it hurt, it hurt the... It hurt so bad. It hurt so bad that I didn't smoke again for a few years. <laughs> Sounds like the the time I lost my virginity, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was so traumatizing that uh, I didn't do it again for a long time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had a, I, I smoked weed for the first time at a similar age. The first time I smoked what I thought was weed was oregano because Tyler Cox... Uh, tried to trick me and I were taking a hit and he's like, are you high? Are you high? And I was just like, I don't think so. He's like, ha ha ha. You're, you're, you think you're high. It was oregano. <laughs> he tried to prank me. Um, Oldest trick in the book. It took me a few times to finally get high, but I think I was around the same age, like eighth grade or something like that. And um, I remember just the, it being so, so cool. The first time I got high, like really trippy, but like very pleasant, giggly, I had a blast. Um, and yeah, you turned into a real stoner for a while. I did. All, like, I, throughout high school, I was smoking weed. And I think that was a, uh, a, a lifestyle like identity choice. Like I was smoking weed because it was counterculture. Because it was, uh, was kind of looked down upon. It was uh, controversial. And it wasn't part of the, you know, like the broy Chad drinking stuff. Yeah. So I think that that's what attracted me to it. The other thing that attracted me to it was that, like, you know, the Beatles smoked weed and then their music got really good. You know, mm. that was the, that was the other thing that I thought would happen that like, oh, my God, if I start smoking weed, I'm going to have like the best band in the world. And Did uh, you? of course not. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. I mean, like weed made me incredibly even when it was fun, it still made me like pretty self-conscious and not particularly ambitious. Like I didn't. Yeah. You were like pretty happy to just like, you know, eat a bunch of oatmeal cream pies and just like giggle and watch TV all, all night, you know. <laughs> so like initially, like weed was fun for me. I started to get a little bored of it in high school just because like every night we would get high we would just they would just go they would just go to Taco Bell. I remember freaking out in a Taco Bell about this because I was like, I I can't do this anymore. I can't do like I need to do something different. So that was it, huh? I I don't know. Well, what really Bell. changed for me was when I lived in Nicaragua for a year and then I didn't smoke any weed because I promised my mom that I wouldn't do drugs in a foreign country because I didn't want to get she don't mean in trouble and that's like a pretty reasonable request. Also. Like the times I did see weed in Nicaragua, they were, it was just brown. It was gross. And even like, you know, I, I wasn't uh, obsessed with hydro back then. $60 an eighth. $60 an eighth. You dude. remember that dro? I don't know. Whatever. Was that dro? I think it was a scam. But uh, I smoked again and I just stopped liking it. I just, ever since then, I have hated smoking weed. It sucks. Oh man, it's unfortunate. I mean, I wish it, I I liked weed because it's way better than drinking. Like drinking's like super unhealthy for you. But 
I can't smoke weed anymore. And I, 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 I'll try it like once a year thinking maybe things have changed, but every time I have this awful response to it and I am like filled with anxiety. I'm super critical. I hate everything. I hate myself. It, I like my body hurts. It's awful. I do not like it. Well, maybe you just haven't tried the right strain, <laughs> man. That's the thing that people love to fucking say. That's so annoying is like, is it indica or is it sativa? Yeah, Nobody yeah. knows what it is. Yeah, you know, they know they say they know by like smoking it, but that's it's another marketing gimmick. It's all fucking bullshit. So I think maybe I could smoke weed again if it wasn't so goddamn strong because weed has gotten insane. I mean, yeah, it's gotten a lot more potent. Um, I don't notice it too often because I usually smoke the same strain and I have for the last three years, Northern Lights, and <laughs> it's my favorite. It calms. It, it doesn't necessarily like get me messed up. It just is a nice chill feeling it's nice and calming i'm not trying to escape anything i'm not trying to subdue any pain i'm not trying to uh you know just get away from anything it's just a nice relaxing thing that i do here and there you know i'm not a particularly hard smoker um but you know when i do do it i smoke a good amount you know um most people don't like the fact that i smoke robot weed because i've just been smoking what's those. robot weed uh people call you know the vape pens robot weed mm-hmm. um you know there's like this big thing or like you have these guys who are just so adamant about like flour like you have to smoke flour flour is the, the old, purest yeah, the yeah purest, the, it's like, the oldest yeah, yeah you know yeah. smoking vape pens it's bad for you you don't know what's in it like i mean that's true i think yeah of course yeah. i think that uh in 10 years from now it's going to come out that vaping is worse than actual smoking i'm sure it is but you know what convenience is something that i go for and uh you know i don't like rolling <laughs> another lazy stoner there you have it folks that's the problem with so smoking weed. it makes you lazy <laughs> No, it's just, you know, it's just the day and age, man. You just, you like to have things, you know, super quick. It's right then and there. You just burn it up and, or you hit the button and it, you know, you get what you want. Um, but I do, I do understand why people really enjoy the process of rolling or, you know, rolling a blunt. It's nostalgic for a lot of people. I think that's all it is, is the nostalgia of having, you know, a blunt going to the store getting a pack of swishers or a, or a backwoods taking it home i mean i don't think nowadays they get regular blunts and they break them open and get the guts out or anything they have like the pre yeah like they the have the pre the pre stuff, yeah, the they have the, flavor yeah they have swishes. it already ready but you know some people just prefer that they like that that feeling of being able to use your hands to break weed up you know a lot of people use their grinders but um for me it's just you know i was never about that i just like to smoke and that was pretty much it so if i can get it in a very easy form like vaping i'll just do it that way um but i'm not knocking anyone who you know likes to smoke flour i'm I'm knocking everyone who's smoking weed just to be fun Uh, here because okay there are two reasons why i think weed sucks now uh the first again is that it has become way 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 too strong uh but i think it's only because you don't do it enough if you don't No, no no it has like statistically this is a scientific fact that weed has become too strong uh there have 
THC, the, con- the, the psychoactive component in, in weed, uh, was less than 2% in the 1990s. Currently, it's 30%, like in, uh, in medical dispensaries. That's a massive increase of THC. So it's gotten really strong. And that's not in, like in, including the, the like extract stuff, like the, the shatter or even like eating weed, which is insane. Like the amount of horror stories I've heard from people eating weed. Uh, a friend of ours has some pretty funny stories about just losing his shit because you eat a gummy and you're like, oh, I don't feel anything. And then you eat another one and then you're gone. Like but keep in mind harassing that a lot, your neighbors. But a lot of these people that do this, they they're not informed on weed they're just going out and getting it and then doing it but that's part of the problem is like that access to like casually recreationally even though it's medicinal strong weed so i think that like the i am all for you know the decriminalization of all drugs but what's happened since uh cannabis became medically available to people, which I think was 2012 in Colorado. I think that was the, Colorado was the first state to legalize uh, cannabis. And since then, like it's, I think it's projected to be a $150 billion industry by 2025. And when any amount of money enters something like that, as, as good as it might naturally be, it turns evil. And so that's the other th- reason why I think weed fucking sucks now is that it is like this uh, uh, corporatized uh, market that uh, is is trying to get people addicted. Like their job is not to just to provide medicine, but to make you want to take more medicine. And people are prescribed medical marijuana for the stupidest fucking reasons. Like they, like, have you ever, like, have you heard stories about people getting their license? Yeah. You just got to have anxiety. You just go in there and you're like, um, my tummy kind of hurts. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And that's where that telehealth thing is even more bullshit. Cause now in Florida, you don't have to go anywhere. You can just go online, pay 50 bucks or whatever. And now you have, you know, like, 30% THC of like pot available to you and it's actually creating a health crisis in this country. Is it really a crisis though? I mean, it's not like the opioid crisis of course, but when it comes to a strong to, word to use. Well, I, I let me uh, pull up some uh, some statistics here for you. Um, one study showed that uh, the risk of individuals having psychotic disorder uh, increased three times with people using high potency weed. There is a, a, a an increase in psychoses as a result of people smoking stronger weed more frequently. So you think it? Do you think this maybe happens with people who are self-diagnosing themselves or self-medicating without proper information? Where they're prone to maybe having a psycho, uh, you know, a psychotic break. Like I've smoked for a good amount of time. I've never, ever felt like I was ever going to have a psychotic break. Besides the one time where I got really stoned. <laughs> Besides that one time. <laughs> but I was, com- I held my composure. I was good. But I'm saying like, I feel like a lot of people, because it is so much easier to get, but also there are those people who are very holistic and say, well, let me just use weed as the cure for everything I have when 
some people just really need proper medication and proper right advice. well i mean it, it is it is a sign of the failure of the healthcare system here because yes people are instead of taking actual medicine seeing actual doctors are self-medicating and that's what this is but it's under this guise of medicine because it has been uh very uh loosely regulated let's put it that way and it is like it is super regulated but in favor of a select few uh companies who have the rights to distribute it yeah so the like especially in florida in Florida, yes, it's it's very strict in Florida, and there's this company called True Leave, which is based in Quincy, which is just outside of Tallahassee. No coincidence that they would base themselves in, near the capital of Florida, where you know all the laws are passed. But they gave something like forty million dollars to the current ballot initiative that's going to be, unless Ashley Moody, uh, the attorney general, strikes it down. Uh, from uh, the the ballot, but there's going to be a new amendment to completely decriminalize uh, uh, cannabis in Florida, and this company True Leaf, uh, which owns like th- like a significant amount of uh, like what are they called uh, dispensaries uh, in the state of Florida, gave forty million dollars to this effort. Well, that's because uh, in Florida, I believe the way that it works is if you are going to open up a dispensary, you have to run. You have to own the entire manufacturing process too. Yeah. You have to grow it. You have so that's why a lot of people can't get involved in like they do in Colorado and California, where you can just be. It's fucked up there too, though. I mean, like, well, like the, these special interest groups have taken advantage of the decriminalization of medical marijuana or medical cannabis, and have you know put tons of small like boutique heirloom farmers out of business. Like it is, a, it is turning into uh, the liquor industry, the alcohol industry in this country, except with fewer regulations. Like as bad as alcohol is, cheers, it is highly regulated. Like there are rules about who can sell it, how, like it's, there's a lot more oversight where cannabis is the wild west right now. And I think that um, that's bad for everybody, especially because it wants to get people addicted. And I think that the stronger weed is, the more you get addicted. And that's one of the things that I think there's been this sort of overreaction to the demonization of weed since we were kids. Yeah. Remember Dare and all that bullshit? Yeah, I remember Dare. Did that work on you, by the way? Were you like, yeah, I'm not going to do drugs? Obviously it didn't. I remember (laughs) being in Dare and someone saying uh, that a neighbor of mine who was in high school smoked pot. And I literally thought that like they meant pots. Like when they said pot, I was thinking like actual pots and pans. Oh, pots and pans. That's what I thought they were talking about. Um, so you went home and tried smoking a pot yourself? Yeah, right? yeah. If I just burned the shit out of myself, you know? Um, so this is a problem because between 60 and 80% of people who use medical marijuana use it for pain relief. But the concentration of THC, uh, like the greater the, greater the concentration, um, it doesn't actually help with pain relief. Like it, it's, no? it's, no, it's been shown to not actually help you. And it's also because people aren't being properly diagnosed. Like, again, you go to some fucking rinkadink, like scam doctor, just like the, the, like the opioid pill mill crisis. And they're just like, yeah, sure. Take it. There you go. Have yeah. fun because there's money to be made. So it's regulated, but only in favor of certain companies. And 
the guy, uh, the the head of uh, I think the the Florida chapter of Normal, which is like the like marijuana legalization advocacy group, uh, is not in support of this current amendment to uh, decriminalize or, or to create recreational cannabis in Florida because he says it doesn't actually benefit the consumers; it benefits the companies. Hmm. And that's again because of the the wording uh, that like again prevents like on like small business people from having any sort of control over these situations. So yeah, I think that like we just sucks now and that like you're cool. I'm but like (laughs) so many, like I used to think that weed and drugs would free your mind and make you a better person, but I don't believe that anymore. I think you just freed your mind way too early. Like, uh, I mean, you had your run with it. Um, I think it's just, uh, it's just about the use of it. Um, I think the ac- the access to it, um, you know, you still have a lot of dumb people who w- really want to do it and they don't know how to use it. Like we've had a lot of practice. I've had a lot of practice I've, since I was young, you know, like just going out and trying to find your local dealer and, you know, building that was half the fun of it though. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. You know, cause <laughs> yeah, you, could, you yeah. could go a whole night yeah. without getting it, you know? Yeah. 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 But even then, like, you know, he was still a nice guy. He would come over, he'd stay too long and hang oh, God, out. I know those are the worst, but you know, he wasn't actively trying to get you hooked. He was just smoking too. He was, yeah. Just, cause he's making like what? Five, $10 a bag. It wasn't the majority, lucrative. the majority, no, the majority of the time he was just supporting his, his need. Right. Like right, he would, for free. yeah, he would fuck, he'd like sell you all the, all this weed all the time. And he would end up getting a quarter out of it for himself, which, <laughs> you know, he'd end up smoking with you when he'd come over to you, you know, drop it off. But, um, yeah, I just think there is a problem with just a lot of misinformed people when it comes to it, uh, telling people that it's the, the, the healer of everything is, uh, is just a bit much. I think a lot of people always go for those things They're like, well, I don't want to do medications. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to do this or that. Like, I don't want to, you know, do tests. Like, let me just go smoke weed because they keep telling you like it, it relieves you of this. It, you know, is a pain. And it does work for some people for sure. I think that it does have medicinal benefits. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I mean, I've never experienced any of the medicinal purposes on myself. (laughs) Spiritually though. Not even spiritually. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just like it's just something I enjoy doing. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a jacuzzi. Or yeah, something. you know. Yeah, it's like a jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just something I enjoy to do. I'm like I said, it's like I guess I don't qualify to speak on it like these people who are trying to get better, better themselves. Because I just do it recreationally as a just re- relaxation thing. Yeah, I'm not trying to fix anything. Um, but you know, people who have debilitating cannabis addictions right like who absolutely have to smoke every single day you know i i do i don't i lo- i don't like to say it's an addiction it is though that's the I'm thing i'm not supposed to say it but it is that's the that's the other thing is that there's been again there's this overcorrection of uh the demonization of weed that it's not addictive it's not bad for you like it 1000% can be and so i i think that at, through legalization, it's lost its its allure as some sort of counterculture rebellious thing. Um, I'm embarrassed that like you know one of like the early cool like marijuana advocates was Bill Maher, who is just an absolute fucking dope. You know, like and that's the other thing. Like the, the people who like are are way into weed culture politically 
are fucking libertarians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like there's, there's this, and, and, I, and so it creates like, oh man, they're just the most annoying people like who make it part of their identity. Like it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a replacement for, you know, personal characteristics. Do you, do you hate the drug or do you just hate the people that do it? I hate the drug. No. Cause I like, I listen, it works for some people. Remember that football player I was taking care of for a while? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there was this uh, former NFL player who uh, I was doing a story about, and he would he broke his hip, and I would end up like helping him out for a while, taking care of him. I would take him to dispensaries and stuff. They gave him drugs like Dilaudid and stuff, and uh, he never took it. He's like, no, weed is fine for me. Like, all I want to do is smoke weed. But... He smoked so much weed. It was a problem, actually. But, like, he was in constant pain. So if it worked, you know, like, God bless, like, continue. But I, I, I do think that, like, it's a problem now. And, I, again, I think that if we just could just return to tradition, return to tradition, smoke the Reggie. Smoke the mids. Just bring it, bring it back to it's. It, it's kind of like it reminds me of the the craft brewing, uh, uh, like era where everyone was drinking, you know, like eight percent IPAs. That like, oh god, I would never drink one of those again. Now I'm back to shitty beer. Let's go back to shitty weed. Let's be adults and smoke mids. Okay? That was a great era, though. Craft beer. That was that was fun. I mean. You know, I, I, know. I drank my fair share of craft beer. <laughs> yeah, but and then you matured, you became an adult, and you returned to fucking Coors Light. Yeah, Coors Light's a great beer. Yeah. Um, no, I get what I, I see where you're coming from, but you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm all about it. I don't, I'm, I'm neither here nor there on the situation when it comes to weed. Um, it, it's like I said, for me, I, I know what it does for me. And half the time when I get high, I don't care about anybody else. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. But, yeah, no, I, I completely get where you're coming from. From But I still say I'd rather support a local dealer over me having to go to a dispensary any day. Yeah, bring back the black market, too. Yeah, I'd rather Fuck have dispensaries. that. dispensaries. Those know? are gross. Like, I love that the aesthetic of dispensaries is the fucking Apple store. Yeah, like, it's it's pretty bad. It, yeah. It's not it's not it doesn't feel, you know, like whenever I when I used to go get weed uh, from I won't call him my dealer because he was my friend. So I'll just say my friend. Um, but, you know, we I'd go over there and I'd spend three, four hours there just like hanging out, watching YouTube when it first came out. Funny videos. <laughs> we'd sit there. We'd, you know, smoke and then we'd. You know, he had a plethora of instruments laying around, and then we would just sit there and just make music. And it was yeah. it was fun. Oh, man, it was a those, good time. I, okay, I missed those days. And I will say, the one place where I can still smoke weed and enjoy myself is the movie theaters. Going to what? movie theaters high, super fun. The last time I got high and saw a movie was uh, Top Gun. I actually almost had a panic attack because it was so loud. I was like, I'm gonna, this is going to make me go deaf. <laughs> I almost left, but then I, I got to enjoy myself. I thought that movie sucked, man. I mean, I'm, honestly, I was so high, I don't remember a lot of it. You don't want Except to. Except that he, like, I was pissed off he didn't die. Like, Tom Cruise should have fucking died, but he can't. No, he won't, he'll never die. He'll never die. Yeah, no. His, so, his Thetan levels are too strong. Too strong. No, yeah, man, I really do miss that whole era of being able to just go somewhere. Or even if, like, the majority of times it'd be, like, you'd go to a party, 
you'd hang out with, not even like a big party. We just have some close friends and they're like, Oh, let's get some weed. And you'd call somebody and they'd come over. They'd hang out too. <laughs> that honestly sounds like the worst party in the world. No, nah, man, that was great. It was a great party. Um, but yeah, those, that's what I miss. I mean, compared to like what, what goes on now, it's like, there's nothing fun about it. You just go, you get it, you come home. It's and sterilized it's, it for sure. Yeah. It's, have it's you been bad. to that new one downtown? I don't go to anything downtown. Oh. But I what f- what is it? I forget it's like Sun King or something. I can't remember what it's called. Is it in the same place where the Medmen was? It used to be, yeah. So and it's just filtering out it, weed dispensaries in that same place? I guess so. That's it's a cool. funny spot for a weed dispensary, but the thing that I found most amusing about it was I went there to go potentially write a little like brief story about it. But the way that they're marketing it is that the guy who's running it, his father was like a massive uh, Colombian weed dealer. He wasn't Colombian, but he would fly a plane back and forth uh, to Colombia. Columbia yeah. uh, and he like he he pretended like it was a uh, sunscreen but it, it was just like a bunch of weed and he would end up getting busted but not serving any time sounds like pretty fishy to me like <laughs> <laughs> but what's so funny is like that is the their their front marketing is like this is the son of a guy who was a smuggler and they're celebrating that fact and that shows just how far we have moved away from the war on drugs when it comes to uh cannabis it's still sexy meanwhile you know young black kids are still getting fucking popped for smelling like weed so they want to keep that part intact because all a cop has to do is just like you know snort his piggy nose and just say i I smell reefer and uh you know it's probable cause to to search your car yeah so that needs to end obviously i think that like maybe it'll be a better thing if it's completely decriminalized it'll still be 21 and under so they can still pop you for like if you're a young black kid smelling like weed yeah um but i don't know maybe it'll be good i don't know you shouldn't be smoking and driving anyways you know uh yeah apparently you know you used to like it's like oh I, I like drive slower it's safer actually driving slower is also dangerous and causes lots of car accidents you know i recently was smoking and got a little too high and I mean, I told you I couldn't even come to see you. I was like, hey, man, like, I know you need a ride home from work, but I can't pick you up because I'm too stoned and yeah. I don't feel comfortable doing that. And, yeah, you know, it's scary. But that's what I'm saying is like understanding your limits, being smart about it. I think that's all that it takes. I just think there's just a lot of people who just don't know what they're doing, but it's only because it's of inexperience. Like, like I said, we've had a lot of time to practice with this medicine and um we've just you know got smarter about it you you just don't like it anymore and that's completely fine um but i'm sure if you smoked it you know what to do or how to feel about it or what to or what not to do and i'm pretty sure you wouldn't be calling the police to tell them that you think you're dying oh (laughs) you know so it's just you know it's just it's just all about you know informing yourself on it i feel i feel like you know they should teach people that you know are getting medical cards they should be more informed about you know proper dosage and stuff because they don't tell you anything but they're not gonna that's the thing is like it's regulated up to a point and that point stops when it comes to the actual health of the consumer 
And that is, I think, the biggest problem. And that's all tied to the strength of it. I like smoke weed. I hope I do pray that one day when I'm older, I can smoke weed and enjoy myself. Uh, you know, that Reggie, that's that shit I do like. What's the furthest you've been underwater, man? About two feet. Really? You don't go like the the deep end or anything like that. Kind of deep end guy. No, nah, man, I don't trust it. I don't trust myself. You're scared of swimming? No, I'm not scared of swimming. I just, I just never like to go. Uh, I mean, I'll go in the deep end, but you know, I'm not going underwater that far. I'm never like trying to swim to the bottom of it or anything like that. Is it like a white person thing? Uh, white people love to go distances that they're not <laughs> supposed to go to, like you know. Deep water, outer space, like, there's okay, no point. Well, to be fair, one of the guys that was in the submersible that just uh, captured the attention of the world, maybe the, the United States, I don't know if the world gave a shit about it, but uh, one of them was Pakistani, so there you go. Yeah. Him and his son, right? Yeah. Um, God, that was like the saddest part of it to me was that... Uh, the mother said that the son didn't want to go because he was really scared, but he went for father like to to like as a Father's Day gift. Oh man, that, that sucks. That shit was kind of dark. That whole news story was like kind of like a classic, uh, national news thing where it, it you know it captured the attention. There was like a countdown, like there's X amount of oxygen left. Yeah, that was weird. You're literally counting you're like it's like a clock to see somebody die yeah and everyone was just like glued great tv for that reason right i mean like i what is it about like these real-time events it kind of reminds me of like like balloon boy you know oh yeah balloon boy that was one of my favorites yeah and he so, wasn't even in it <laughs> and they weren't even actually alive during the whole time because they died i think on um, on monday and they're, the the Navy didn't report that like they had picked up an implosion vibration until Thursday. So they let everyone think that, like, there's a chance. There's a chance. How did the government not know? I mean, I saw an interview with James Cameron, and he said, I knew they died the day they went under. Like, well, I think that's because the submersible they used was uh, put together, like, pretty haphazardly. They, they used... Uh, carbon fiber which can only do like a handful of uh, dives before it, it it is compromised and so he just knew because of his uh, experience going and visiting the Titanic isn't it weird like people give a shit about the Titanic yeah it's kind of interesting no I mean I don't I don't really understand why like I mean unless you actually saw the movie and have like some sort of attachment to it I don't understand why people care so much about the Titanic um, did you know that um, what was the um, the the CEO of that um, the submarine? Ocean Gate? Yeah, what was the CEO's name? Uh, Wasn't it like Stockton Rush? Yeah, <laughs> that's a hilarious name. Yeah, his name was Stockton Rush. Yeah. Did you know that he was a relative, a descendant of Isidore Strauss, who was one of the guys who died on the Titanic? Um, him and his wife. Uh, very wealthy people. Um, in actually, in one scene in the Titanic, I know you probably remember. 
but there's then a, a couple that like hugs the each couple other. that hugs each other <laughs> in the bed while Damn. it's getting filled up with water okay that was isador strauss and his wife who you know was a very wealthy guy but that didn't actually happen no it did no that like how would anyone know that they did that because they loved each other and that's what <laughs> it, it, it was known that they gave up their seats on one of the life rafts they gave it up and then they went back to their room and hugged and died together okay yeah that's a nice story yeah yeah it's it real i mean it was in the movie i mean there's got to be some sort of you know weight to it um but yeah i i don't understand why a lot of people you know really care about the titanic too much i don't know but okay here's my here's my hot take on the whole thing um i people are giving them a really hard time for for doing this for for spending a quarter of a million dollars to get into like a Pringles can and uh, go not even see the Titanic because it was a windowless uh, submersible, but like use cameras to see it on a computer where it's kind of like, what's the fucking difference, right? Yeah, that 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 view was really small. It's, ve- it's like very strange, but here's where I respect them. I respect them more for wanting to go to the bottom of the sea than anybody who wants to go to outer space. Going to outer space is for uh, people who hate humankind. (laughs) Really? Yes. You think so? Yes. I think that going to outer space is for people who hate being human because you cannot be human outside of earth. These fantasies of colonization, of terraforming Mars or whatever other fucking planet, it ain't going to happen. It's not in the cards for us. Our bodies are tied to the earth. We are stuck on this rock forever. And so all these billionaires who keep fucking making rockets or these promises of space exploration or whatever, they are awful and I think that the people who went to the bottom of the Titanic and like got smushed real fast, uh, like they're cooler than them. That's what I think. That's a very interesting take on it. Because um, you're getting close, like at least like it's a, a an, an inward look. Like it's about knowing planet Earth more rather than like abandoning the Earth. Yeah, but man, Earth is like played out. <laughs> Like, I'd rather go in outer space. Really? Why? What's 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 appealing about outer space? Final sexy fr- sexy aliens. Final frontier, man. Final fr- avatar ladies. Yeah. You, you have a thing for those big blue. I mean, those big beautiful blue girls. I know they they say a lot. Like I hear it a lot where they talk about like we we know more about outer space than we know about our own ocean. Like I hear that so much. I was like, what? That sounds like we, bullshit to me. Yeah. Like what? what What's down there that you want to find out in water? Like Atlantis, you, hollow earth theory. Atlantis doesn't exist <laughs> underwater, man. Oh, no? It's in the desert, in the Sahara Desert. It's, oh, is that what they say now? Yeah. I am so out of the loop when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about it. I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, like, I, I just don't, I mean, I don't know what's so interesting about underwater. You know, it's it's wild that you can go into outer space and the amount of pressure you have in outer space coming down, like, you know how they imploded, right? Right. So there's more pressure that comes, tr- like, that is going against you, that's weighing you down every, like, what, like, three yards 
every yard you every three yards you go is like another like couple hundred pounds of pressure coming on to you as opposed to an outer space. Um, I don't know the actual details. I saw this really quick. <laughs> it's chill out there. You know? Except, like, if a microscopic speck of dust is traveling at, like, 3,000 light years or whatever, it will pierce your body and, like, kill you. So there's, yeah, that, there's that part, too, that's outer space, you know? Yeah, yeah but there's no, cr- there's no krakens up in outer space. Oh, so. oh, so there are things down there, cool things like krakens. Yeah, but you don't want to know. Why well, do you want to find out? One thing that was kind of funny about the whole... Uh, titanic submersible thing uh was that it everything's a goddamn conspiracy now like you nothing can just be an event that happens in the world everything has to have some insane like uh uh, like nefarious organized illuminati craziness to it and we saw that a lot with uh, this submersible thing. But like even before that, there was a whole conspiracy about the, the Titanic itself. Yeah, no, um, there's quite a few. Uh, there's quite a few. <laughs> thank you. There's quite a few conspiracies that have gone on with the Titanic for a very long time. The more reputable ones, or not reputable, but just like more common ones are the whole like, you know, the idea that J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic and he wanted to start the Federal Reserve here in the United States, but there was a few guys that weren't about it that were trying to prevent him from doing it, which uh, one of the gentlemen was uh, John Jacob Astor. I was probably Hank Jingleheimer Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Guggenheim. And like I said earlier, Isidore Strauss. Oh. Um, so these three guys were opposed, apparently opposed to having J.P. Morgan, you know, start the Fed Reserve here in the United States. So what J.P. Morgan did was he sank the Titanic with all three guys on it. And um, J.P. Morgan, not Jewish. Mm, uh, <laughs> uh, let's just say, I can't say. Let's just say he's not for. Let's okay. There's. Let's just say the one for the one one that's not for the Jews. Yeah. Okay? Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that was one of the big things was that he planned this whole thing and like the a couple days before the sh- or the day the ship was gonna sail, he opted out and had all these guys just leave on this ship and they ended up uh you know dying and that was his whole plan and then he after they got to the united states or everyone or he got to the united states he started the federal reserve and that led us to jeffrey epstein and yeah jeffrey epstein was a descendant of so the titanic sank so jeffrey epstein could Could (laughs) (laughs) and um but yeah you know those are the more like you know, like you could normie. say, the Nor- normie that's pretty, that's ones, like normie shit. Yeah, the normal yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was also other ones that were saying. You know, it was the Germans uh, back in 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 that time. Uh, the Germans actually had a really sophisticated, one of the most sophisticated U boats out in the sea at that moment, and to show their might and to say that they were better than the English Navy. Um, they sank the Titanic and that was one of the ones that they thought because a lot of the guys who were that some of the guys that survived the Titanic said that they heard explosions and we know that steel doesn't sink <laughs> in salt water, right? So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but um, besides that one, there was a few others. Uh, w- one of them was that there was a uh, sarcophagus of a mummy um it was the mummy of princes of amon ra 
and um, <laughs> she, yeah, it was a, it was a princess. This is the original Titanic. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah, the okay. Titanic. Yeah, so it was like this uh, princess of Amon Ra. Um, someone, I guess, raided uh, her tomb. They took their sarcophagus. Um, they sold it to an American guy who said, uh, "You know, I want to bring this over to America. Put it on the ship." The ship sank because that thing, you know, that sarcophagus brought bad luck. Um, I think it's uh, actually still in the British Museum or the, yeah, the big museum in, in, in England. I don't know what it's called, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's still there. Um, it, it, it was debunked because it, it never left the museum. It never got on the Titanic, but a lot of people do believe it was the mummy. Um, my favorite one, I think this is the last one, but my favorite one was that the Protestant God sank the Titanic. Um, like God, God, like God, Protestant God, not Catholic God. So what's the difference? There's a big difference. Aren't they the same guy? No, they're, di- they're, they're different. not. No, no, no. Oh, not shit. in those times. There's like a, there's like, there's a battle. Um, <laughs> but apparently this was my favorite when I saw it. I was like, whoa, this is, this is really interesting is, um, so every ship that was made, during those times, I think so to this day, um, there was a construction number. Um, and the number for the Titanic was 401. And you could find this number listed throughout the entire ship. Like in the bow, uh, everywhere. Just in every little area, mechanical things, they would just inscribe 401 because it was the construction number of the Titanic. But it was said that there was another number on the hull of the Titanic and the number was 390904 and okay. if you if you look at that number backwards it says no pope <laughs> wow meaning the protestant god said there is no pope and because a lot of the people who built the titanic were catholic he he sank the shit <laughs> That's like uh, you know when you turn a calculator upside down and it says boobless. This is exactly what. That's it like was. a trans conspiracy, I think, actually. <laughs> but but you know, at a, at, wow, yeah. man, people are so creative when it comes to this nonsense. I love it. Like, it is really like a a, a choose your own adventure of history and even the, the present, because there were so many weird conspiracies about the the current submersible thing that like. Like Hillary Clinton did it somehow for some reason. It there was, was another Federal Reserve thing that these guys were yeah like, gonna fight something or other. I don't know. Hey, it was you know Hunter Biden's laptop. He got. They had the second laptop on board. They were actually using Hunter <laughs> Biden's second laptop to navigate. <laughs> it's full of malware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's ruined no, everything. I don't know. Like. It's all getting kind of boring to me in a way. Like I love like conspiracies have become normy, so I feel like I have to start rejecting them entirely because I'm just a contrarian like that. Yeah, you know, I used to be into cool conspiracy. Theories. I remember you believed the moon was uh, made of cheese. It wasn't that it was made of cheese. <laughs> I said that they never went to the moon. Okay, it never I, went I, to the I, moon. Sure, you know, whatever. I could buy that. Like, there's like an argument for that, but it also comes down to the point. Like, I just don't fucking care. I just really <laughs> don't care about the moon. <laughs> yeah, what's the point of going to the moon? There's nothing there. Yeah, I mean, like, just like look at it. It's it's, it's way easier. Yeah, just get high and fucking look at the moon. You know, actually, smoke some weed. And look at look at the full moon. Yeah, you know, recently actually, uh, 
uh, went to this um, this group meeting at a park where they all had their high powered telescopes out in the parking lot and they were just looking at everything and um you know i was just you know walking around and you can just look at everyone's telescopes everyone everyone has these nice telescopes that you can just punch in coordinates and the thing just moves around that and sounds finds expensive it. it's very expensive like and i was walking around seeing nebulas seeing i saw this i saw the rings of saturn mm. i saw all of it but no one could show me the moon and i was wondering why like why can't i like i could see all these things so far but no one was willing to show me the moon like it's a conspiracy dude. it's not even there it's like you know it can be on the other side sometimes no nah, it wasn't it was right there i saw it like and, and it's like no one can point at it for some reason they can't point the moon i'm just wondering why like is it even there or is it, a, is it it's just all just a big it's a big tail i don't know but i i do want to get a uh a high power telescope those things are really cool um besides that <laughs> <laughs> it's the weed it's the weed <laughs> all right everybody smoke weed uh every other day all right how about that <laughs> okay 250 bands on this submarine i'm finna go explore atlantis in this submarine i'm about to go and see some shit niggas never seen about to go explore Titanic in the submarine. Submarine got PlayStations, TV screen. Submarine got everything a rich nigga need. 250 bands for the submarine. My drip different, nigga. I'm a ball under the sea. I want the black little mermaid. I'ma beat her cheeks. I'm in the kitchen like I'm SpongeBob. I'm turning on the grease. I'm in the studio. I'm off the dome like Sandy Cheeks. I'm in the submarine. I'm about to go explore the seven seas. Smoke a famous, famous cookie in the submarine. Submarine got 20 inch display, 2K on the screen. Submarine bought the whole team, niggas living the dream. And if we die, at least we die. On this submarine, 250 bands on this submarine. I'm finna go explore Atlantis in this submarine. I'm about to go and see some shit niggas never seen. I'm about to go explore Titanic in this submarine. Submarine got PlayStations, TV screen. Submarine got everything a rich nigga need. 250 bands for this submarine. My drip different, nigga. I'm a ball under the sea.